talking about podcast. We're talking about podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I, that one was for y'all. Yeah, no, I could tell. Thank you, beautiful. thank you. I'm Carter. I'm Doge the Afflicted. I'm Jordan the Normal, the regular guy. Jordan the Normal, Doge the Afflicted has COVID. That is true. Unfortunately. That is very true. So you'll hear a COVID Doge today and tomorrow. I personally we, don't think it's real. So but I'm we not press sure what on, he has. don't we? We press Me? through. No, I'm real, I promise. No, I just uh, I don't think COVID's real. Is it real? Actually, if you watch the whole thing back, I'm played by Brad Pitt. If I'm you play if you play COVID at the same time as uh Pink Floyd. Yeah, dude. <laughs> same. I thought you like cut a, out. That was so funny. <laughs> Um, we have a very special <laughs> episode today, extended edition, thanks to Labor Day. Well, also thanks to many, many things. But happy Labor Day, everybody. Mm. Uh, we're going to be reviewing The Raid today in a mini Woo. review because tomorrow we view we view and review. We've already viewed. Now we review mm. The Raid 2 because these do feel like they should be packaged. I'm sure there'll be plenty of conversations around that. Before I get there, though... Mm. Uh, a bit of a shameless pitch first for Discord, the $5 tier of Patreon, because we have box office ball and we have a new month-to-month domestic grossing top 10 movie strategy for box office ball this year. I thought it would be fun at the end of every month to read to you boys the top 10 highest grossing films domestically. Are we ready? Please. Now, yeah. August, yes. what's fun about this is... We can tend to see trends. We've talked often about how Black Panther came in several years ago and bucked the trend of February just being absolutely nothing. Usually during the week of the Oscars, nobody cares. Um, But blockbusters can be anywhere. August was interesting. We had the tail end of some blockbusters, uh, and then we had some that were aiming to be that. But we start with, do you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Let's go 10 10 to 1 for sure. 10 to 1 is so fun. I'm glad y'all like that. That's usually my favorite way of doing things. Number 10 the Austin Butler flick, Elvis. Mm. Ooh. Uh, available to stream August. starting tomorrow. Wild. Oh, which cool. is how I will be viewing it. It had yeah. had a June 24th release, but had enough heat that it went ahead and was top 10. It's also because the kind of month that we had. Sure. Number yeah. nine was the August 19th release, so only two weeks out of this, was Beast, the Idris Elba. Mm. Did you end up uh, going Idris to see Elba. that? I haven't seen it yet. Things kept coming up, and I wasn't able mm. to see it. Like but the reviews are stuff. Okay. I think I think it's fun. I'm going to yeah, see it regardless at this point. It's been surprisingly positive. Yeah, more positive was, than I expected. Uh, it was at 20 million. So uh, Elvis was 18 and a half million. Beast was 20 million. Remember, this is domestically just for the month sure, of August. Sure. Where the Crawdads Sing, number eight. This was one Chelsea saw based off the the best selling book. 28 million. Think? I heard. Eh. I don't know if I don't know if I've really heard her opinion on it. I wonder if it's around there. But is I'm she home right now? Her. She is home right now. Let's ask her. Hey, Chels. Yeah. What did you think of where the crawdads sing? Um, like adaptation of book wise or like uh, just as movie? Give me both. Adaptation to book first. Adaptation to book live okay. first. Okay, yeah. Of book, I thought it was like pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Uh, pretty good. Movie wise, it was probably like, what scale do you want? Scientific cinema scale. Mm. Mm. Movie-wise, it's a stream. Yeah, Adaptation, okay. yeah. book to movie, was, was good. Good, It, it okay. felt like it kind of held to about the what book really well. Yeah, that's about cool. what I've heard, too. Thank you, Chelsea. Thanks, Thank Chelsea. You, Chelsea. 
we'll have to cut a little bit of that check to her for this week, just to oh, be man. for this tax purpose. Here's I the thing that, that would happen. I won't share. Yeah, it's going to come out of your sort of No, it's it. me. Number seven, three million higher than Where the Crawdads Sing. So number seven, released August 19th, Dragon Ball Super. Oh, Superhero. Okay. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. That's really cool. The distributor, our, our distributor was Crunchyroll, which is a popular uh, platform for watching anime. I think it's really fun that they had something here on the, on the top charts. Number sure. six, they're here, boys. They never go away. Minions, The Rise of Gru was the <laughs> yeah. sixth highest grossing but domestically nah. with 34 million. Here's what's fun. A handful of these have $3 million differences and some of them have less than $1 million difference. Wow. This is part of why we kind of added this dynamic to box office ball. Number five, Thor, Love and Thunder. Sure. Yeah. 35 million. Number four, Nope. 30, 35 million. 35 million. Yeah. 35 million. Nope was number four at 37 million. Top Gun Maverick was number Good three. Wow. Grief, Top Gun. Top also, Gun Maverick, yeah, number streaming. three at 41 well. million. It's unbelievable. DC, League of Super Pets, wow. number two at 51 million, wow. a $10 million jump. And then 27 million higher than that. Number one, you boys have a guess for August? Number one highest grossing film? Can't think of anything that's ever come out. We reviewed, we, we reviewed it, Bullet Train. No, I didn't, was, I didn't think anything came out. There's something that happens. Now, now Doge has COVID brain and recorded yeah. brain. It's Live okay. recorded I'm, brain and COVID brain. You know what's as funny? long as my tongue and my teeth work together to make words and not of just fun. sounds on this episode, yeah. it's going to be a win for me. I'm glad people are seeing Bullet Train. It's, yeah, it's I'm pretty really, surprised really by that, good. actually. It, honestly, I, I was joking, but I really didn't think Bullet Train would be the number one mm-hmm. spot. I didn't think about it at all. Yep. It, I, I love so, it. I'm glad people are seeing it. It just, yeah. you know. Yeah, who was, awesome. the, who was the, the best choice? Uh, the best choice, so you can choose an actor. This. You only yeah. get to use that actor once. Can I guess Keith David? You're correct. Yeah. Yeah, because he's credited in these things. Yep. Um, one that did not do well was Idris Elba who I you, know. sir, chose because he wasn't credited for Thor. I know, I know. No credit for Thor. So you were in a good shape, but you were in a good shape if you simply just got person who was in Bullet Train. Which I yep. did. Which Jordan Who'd did. you pick? Brian Terry Henry. Mm-hmm. Brian Terry Henry. I, I, that's so funny too that he ended up being one of your favorite parts about the movie. Oh, I think I you knew that. So much. I think you knew that. I just love Brian Terry Henry, yeah. No, yeah. That's a good, that's um, a good point. Have I ever led, have we ever talked about a movie on my on Mini Monday? I'm sure we have at know. some point. doesn't feel like it's been very often. Um, around here, we don't try and say it all at the same time because I've already said it before and I teased it. So I missed my chance there. But sure. I want us to, before we even get to the break, let's talk Raid. Yeah. And let's, before we do that, Doge, is it okay if you can give me, um, uh, it's a Mini Monday, so either a mini synopsis or only half of a long synopsis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll read, I'll find one and I'll read How every How could there be word. a long synopsis of The Raid? I really so don't So simple, know. so sweet. It is so simple and so sweet. Here we the go. Raid here's the Raid is the amuse-bouche. Go ahead. Here's a short one. A SWAT team becomes trapped in a tent. Wait, wait, wait. This IMDb synopsis has Thank no you. author, which means all the Zeus stuff we say all the time. Yeah, sure. A SWAT yeah, team. A SWAT team. We say it and we love it. Everybody loves it. It's everybody. I get a Those lot of fame. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. A SWAT team becomes trapped in a tenement run by a ruthless mobster and his army of killers and thugs. That's all you need, baby. That's it. That's really it. That's honestly it. That's it. And I'd love to dive straight in. I want to say, first of all, I love 
how different all of our action movies are. Yes. Yeah. They are all uh, so very different. Yes. And I want to start by saying The Raid, which is out of Indonesia, correct? Yes. Yes. The Raid. Okay, so the beautiful thing about Mad Max Fury Road is that George Miller gave us a world that was ultimately unfamiliar with vehicles and people that were all completely exotic and unfamiliar. Sure. And then he pulled it off and made it a wonderful action movie. The wonderful thing about The Raid is it puts you in a scenario, it puts you in an environment that is like, it has our people wearing uh, things that feel familiar to us, holding things that are familiar to us with these specific guns and stuff. And it goes in and just very simply does it semi-perfectly. Yeah. I think it, it, it gives us new parts there. And I think so much has to be given to the fighting style of The Raid. I wanted yep. to start by saying, does it feel more realistic to you? One of the things that's happening to me when we watch these international action flicks is that I'm realizing, I wonder what the lens will be like to watch an, an, an American action movie. Because of what The Raid is, I was thinking of The Departed, specifically The Raid 2. Yeah, The Raid 2. And I was when people that, yeah. fight and run from each other, I had never realized how quiet it is. That we're yeah. not grunting and breathing loud and <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, for one of, sure. One of my favorite things about The Raid is realism. Mm -hmm. It's also one of my least favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> In a way that it, it, it has, like, it's one thing to be like, oh, it's another thing to be like, oh. Yeah. Like, just Ooh. like you're watching yeah. it, like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Um, but the whole time that we're fighting, I imagine Chelsea, Chelsea didn't watch it, but she was in a room near me. Mm -hmm. I imagine 60 minutes of that movie sound the exact same to her. 100%. Because yeah. yeah. it is just punching and <coughs> everyone <coughs> is screaming. <coughs> and it's just like, <coughs> 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 yep. Dude, that's what it is, right? It's, it's not even like grunts a lot of the time. It's just like, <coughs> like yeah. it's just full-blown chest screaming. Um, and it's it's magical. I think something that's interesting about both raids, but specifically raid one, is that it is not the best action movie in the world. It is a vehicle for the best fight scenes you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it is this. Sim I would say so. Spoiler, I guess, for tomorrow where we talk about the raid two. Not that we didn't already say that, but I love them both for completely different reasons and also the exact same reasons, if that makes yeah. sense. So like yeah. the Raid Redemption, which is the technical name for Raid 1, has this like animalistic need to survive that drives the whole thing. Like anytime we're not fighting, we're catching our breath from or preparing for another fight. Yeah. That's all, that's yes. all we do, this whole movie. It's just, yeah. it's punch, 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 kick, 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 shoot, 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 explosion, explosion, explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Back into it, back into it, back into it. Like there yeah. is no room to breathe here. It is. And I yeah, love it. It's, I guess I'm feeling more like the difference between Fury Road and Raid, which they're obvious, is like, because they are still the same genre. And I love how different those sure. genres can be. But like Chunktober's not too far away. Horror with fantasy elements can be gruesome, but you don't end up being afraid of some of these things. Sure. It's like if there's some kind of monster, you're like, okay, not a big deal. That's going to stick with me forever. But when it is, there is a high hyper realism yeah. to it. You're like this. This is a little bit scarier to me. Yeah, dude. Because it can come get me. Uh -huh. this, totally. Whatever this scenario is, can it's happen the, to me. It's the difference in Immortan Joe's mask and presumably lower jaw getting ripped off. Yeah. Versus the guy who gets his head spiked on a broken door in this one. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, that it uh, is. That, yeah, that I, hallway fight with the machete crew is my super pump for the raid one. Just ooh, 
Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. It represents raid, everything I love about this movie. The raid is scary in that I'm actually watching actual people with the ability to do these actual things. Now, granted, it is there is a certain flair to it and fanfare, mm-hmm. but I know that if I've upset any of these people and they were out to get me, they will get me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're going to get like, got. You can't not you get got. You will get so got. Iko Uwais, Ue, uh, the actor that plays Rama, is yeah. all of five foot six. In fact, they specific they specify on IMDb, five foot six and a quarter. They specify okay, yeah. and a quarter on IMDb. You got to count he's, he's all of five foot six and could murder me. I'm six foot yeah. one and he would <laughs> kill me in yeah. 0.2 seconds. He Absolutely. really, really, really does yes. all of this stuff. I don't know how much you guys researched. Him uh, and the actor that plays Mad Dog, they choreographed all of the fighting for this yeah, and dude. the raid too. Yep. Yeah, all, Every punch was this. Did you see Mad Dog train? Uh, it's a dance. Pinkak Salat. What is it? The, yes. the martial arts. Yes, the yeah, Malaysian uh, martial art. Or yeah, Mad, Mad Dog trained like some government security folks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, in this insane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What? So this and is like this is like um, it's almost the difference to me between like a cool stylized shootout and like a sick stunt sequence. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the stunts are the actual action as well, and the people doing them. So I compared um, Rama. Uh, Iko to uh, Jason Statham, mm. and, and this is what I mean by that. I dig it. Jason Statham he hates The Rock. Jason Statham's acting has never and will never be a draw to me ever. Yeah, but he's passable enough that he doesn't distract from the cool stuff happening. The difference is, Iko is bringing the most impressive set of skills in this entire movie. Yeah. And is doing a fine job acting. I mean, like, whatever. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it need to be crazy. It doesn't need that. And so what we end up getting- I almost getting, prefer if we're going to have a not-so-fine job that it be the protagonist in these 100%. scenarios Yeah, because we, we can still root for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But man, mm-hmm. I, I just, I watched these for the first time two weeks ago and just watching it again- I, Oh, you're back. As <laughs> I pressed back play, again. As I pressed play, I was like, <laughs> man- this feels like a lot to go back. And then two minutes in, I was like, never mind. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. The raid holds it holds its cards pretty close to its yes. chest at first. I had seen the raid um, quite a while ago for the first time. And it was really only off of hype that I had to discover for myself. Sure. Uh, because a lot of people, not a ton of people me. were talking about it, but it was very highly acclaimed, both audience and critic. And to that, for that to happen for an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's rare. Is rare unless it's five for fighting and every single one of these are is probably just, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I remember the beginning just kind of being like, okay, what's about to happen? I remember looking for something that was going to be impressive. And one of the very first scenes, he just goes after that dummy in his house. Yeah. And he's punching yeah. at a speed that feels fast forwarded. Yeah. yeah. It feels impossible. Yeah. I would look like an absolute idiot trying to move <laughs> my hands that quickly. Um, and then it kind of holds back a little bit. And then it shows some uh, pretty fun, like cinematic acumen, like cinematography in terms of like how we have these wide shots of the, we're kind of ripping the roof off of a lot of environments to be able Dude, to show them from so up top the and The cinematography and, is cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really cool. Super cool. Specifically when it's we're cool. hiding behind the false wall mm-hmm. in that apartment and we show it top down like a dollhouse. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we repeat that trick in a moving vehicle in Raid 2. We'll talk about that. But that's about yeah. machete, machete through the cheek. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Maybe yeah, we'll talk about the worst thing I've ever seen in my yeah, whole life. Zin, zin, zin. Cannot. Not good. Cannot. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, it feels like um, as soon as we get into the building and we understand what the premise is, which mm-hmm. we know immediately when we're in that truck, we know what's going on. Uh, that's when I was in. I was, I was just fully in. I was like, you're yeah. telling me these 20... Uh, gentlemen's highly trained are going to navigate all the way up to the top. And they've given yep. us exactly like, hey, here's the deal. Head honcho, two henchmen. Here's what he does for people that rent this place. Don't take them for granted because they're criminals too. Everybody's <laughs> yes. ready. Oh my god! The plot of this movie is just one of those ads for those mobile games that's like, you're a level two thug and the level yeah. 9,000 thug will punch yeah. you so hard. Like that's all this movie so that's, is. That's actually my super pump is how like, how just simple and elemental just and self-contained. Go fight, baby. The plot of this is, it reminds me of, we've just come off our train series. It reminds me if you stood a train up on its butt and it was a train vertical into the sky because we're stuck in this apartment mm-hmm. building. We're all just contained and we have to fight to, mm-hmm. in our train movies, we always had to fight to the front of the train. Now we have to fight to the top of the apartment building, yep. but then we have to fight down the apartment building. I don't know. It's just so... Yeah, the fact that it is they're able to continually maintain and raise stakes, being so self-contained within this almost bottle episode kind of structure yeah, is yep. fantastic. So this was it feels like there's some diehard elements to it. It yeah, feels very, very diehard, Carter. I had that same exact thought. It feels mm-hmm. like much it die-hard. feels like the raid one is diehard but more brutal. It feels like yep. the raid two is the departed but more brutal. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are those are our sort of guidestones here. Um, yeah. Josh, this was your first watch of either Raid movies. Correct. Did you feel adequately prepared for the level of brutality? I was pretty surprised, I think, yeah. by by the level of violence. Because I think there's a difference between like stylized and uh, maybe amplified would be a, a good counter yeah. to it. Like stylized would be something that's hyper-violent like Bullet Train. Sure. Where it was like, this is incredibly violent, but it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's like Looney Tunes, except for they bleed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is just like amplified, where it's just like, oh my goodness, this is yeah. probably the most brutal movie yeah. I've ever seen. And the yeah. editing too, like uh, what we're doing in post to add blood, to add- uh, <laughs> To add all the muzzle flashes. You saw that these were airsoft mm-hmm. guns. It's unbelievable. Shot entirely with airsoft guns. It reminds the scene me in the dark with if the muzzle you, flashes. if like yeah. to edit like that with how quickly things are moving, that you're having to add stuff in- mm-hmm took me right back to the Pokemon Stadium minigame where I'm Scyther and I have to mm-hmm. cut the log that's just falling. <laughs> For sure. Like, okay, 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 okay. Boom. Like now, okay, perfect. But they nailed every single one of those. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely every single one of those. I have a super pump. I want to give it to you after Go. this break. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, we're back. Here's my super pump, please. I love when the spirit of the mission of a movie is given to us in a bite-sized scene. I, I can, when I can look at a scene mm. and tear it apart and be like, this is this absolute spirit of the raid. When they're behind the false wall Ooh. and the machete comes through 
and cuts Rama, right? It's not as much as the setting in, in terms of we, the guy who threw that butcher in there doesn't know that he's cut somebody. Sure. The conscience, the consciousness and the just detail oriented, oriented meticulousness of this movie is when he, Rama puts yep. up his hand yep. to make sure that when it's pulled out, no blood. there's no blood on it. Ooh, yeah. Boy. That, and that's not even action. Right. One of the most impressive scenes in the movie to me had nothing to do. It had everything to do with a knife in somebody's face, right? Mm-hmm. So that sounds like action. But the wherewithal and the smarts to say like, hey, there's a realism to this. I don't want to get caught. It's, it, is, it is giving a big bear hug to the people that love rules, Jordan. Yes, 100%. <laughs> it's absolutely doing that. 100%. And I, and I love it. I'm changing, I'm changing my super pump. I've decided. <laughs> oh, okay. Not to this, but you've just reminded me of something else um, yeah. that I love very, very much, which yeah. is the two brothers versus Mad Dog at the end. Yeah, Something very specific happens in this room. First of all, fluorescent light tube acting as like a maple syrup spout for that dude's blood is horrific. Oh my goodness. It, this movie does borderline on horror a lot for me, just based on like my graphic reactions to- Just gore, grindhouse yeah. gore. Um, uh, did Mad Dog look like Steven Tyler to either one of you? No. Mad Dog he absolutely can't say he did, but he Indonesian Steven Tyler. Oh my. He doesn't post. Um, I don't know if I like that. Well, that's why when they were killing him, he kept being like, you don't want to miss a thing. You don't want to yeah, miss don't a miss, thing. Stop. Don't so miss a thing. in that fight with Mad Dog up in that room with, <laughs> um, I believe his brother's name is Andy, with Rama and Andy versus Mad Dog yeah. at the very end, there's this moment where Mad Dog sees the opportunity for a cool fight. And instead of fighting Rama one-on-one and making his brother watch, he lets... Andy down and is like, catch your breath. Let's do this. He does the same thing mm-hmm. with the commander a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and because he's got a gun. They, they make sure right. and show you that like, yo, Mad Dog's got a gun. Yep. Commander has a knife. It's over. Yep. But they're like reading each other's eyes and he yep. can tell that Mad Dog wants a little bit more. And that to me, so you're talking about like the boiled down, the, the essence of the raid. I think it's between the machete scene you're talking about in the wall and this, which is the raid. Same same's true in raid two, which is the, th- the main through line, besides just Rama as a character, the main through line is this. Yes, of course we will sacrifice anything to give you the coolest possible fight you've ever seen. Of course yeah, we will. Totally. Yeah. That's the sell of the movie. The fact yeah. that Mad Dog's like, I can take two of them so I can definitely take one. So I'll just kill Rama Dude. real quick. Actually, no. Fight's cooler if I do two. Th- yeah. Ah, that's yeah. what I want. It's... it's uh, on a on a less on a one hundred and forty million dollar less budget, <laughs> it's putting Hobbs and Shaw in a prison that they can face each Bingo. other and then have to right. fight their way their way out. Right. Yes, of course. You understand. Thank you for understanding why I'm here. Right. I heard this was a place that served steak. Thanks for having it on the menu. You know, it's just like, man, I see. That's exactly I see what they're complaints giving. online about this movie and and Raid Two saying like. So many times in the fight, they have the upper hand and they let the other person stand up and it's so unrealistic. This is a martial arts movie. The martial art is not like what we're going to see in Ip Man. This is Indonesian martial arts, but this is a martial arts movie through and through, which means yeah. that it is about spectacle, technique, and um, just skill, just a showcase yeah. of skill. Yeah, and there is, there's always going to be a little bit of flair to it. It For is closer sure. to... WWE wrestling yes. than it is yeah. to boxing. Yes. 
Boxing yeah. is like, if you made a mistake, I, you're, you'll die. You like punished. it's over. Yeah. I don't want to keep this going. I don't want to do this anymore. You need to just not be around. Whereas wrestling, and then I you, win. Yeah, this movie absolutely smacks him with a chair, turns toward the audience, and cups its hand to its ear. It's like, let me <laughs> yeah. hear ya. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, for it does. sure. Oh man, for sure. That WWE is that's a perfect analogy. I think it's great. Yeah. Can can I super dumb? Please do it. Can I bring our joy crashing Please. down around yeah. us? Uh, I think the things that this movie does really well are the kind of elemental stuff that we're talking about. Where it's like one guy punch one other guy. Yes. One guy punch at two other guy. Yes. One guy stick knife in wall where other guy hide. Fight to top of building, fight to bottom of building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My super dump, I think, is when the movie tries to do it more than that. Mm-hmm. I think when our script tries to do the crooked cop stuff, the who set us up, all of that. Sure. I just don't think that lands. Uh, yeah. I don't think that it's it's... I don't know, man. And it's it's tough for me to say I don't think it's acted well because I'm reading subtitles. I'm not watching facial expressions. I agree, but yeah. just something about it is is just it doesn't work for me. And it's like, man, that is, you know, I, that's a weird thing to throw in the mix yeah. with this movie that is otherwise so immediately understandable without subtitles. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Super dumb for me is Crooked Cops character in general. And yeah. I think it's because we don't need to feel threatened about this building via the avenue of finding out you got set up. No. We don't. It seems like the only person who knows that it's a setup is the head honcho. Yeah, right. So it really shouldn't affect anything that's happening in here. Uh, And it doesn't even necessarily need to be there for the sake of the connection to Raid 2, which we can talk about more. I think it's only there because we wanted to make Raid 2. It's, It's like we talked about when we did La La Land a million years ago. Raid 2 was the one that was like, this is what we want to make. And so kind of scaled it back, wrote a different movie called The Raid Retribution. And and it feels to me, yeah, The Raid Redemption. feels to me like uh, the mentality was like, well, we have all this crooked cop stuff in the one I really want to make. So let me do some crooked cop stuff here. So uh, Rama was not a cop in draft one of The Raid 2. So The Raid 2 was originally called, I think, Baron Tau, which uh, I don't remember what that translates to, but it was just- thug. Yeah, so it was just a- Thug rising up the ranks in a gang movie, the cop yeah. the cop decision came from, or if, or let me rephrase that: if he was a cop, it was very departed, like just put you in as a rookie because you're a good yeah. fighter, kind of a thing. The connection to the it's kind of raid too, yeah. The connection to the crooked cop stuff, I assume, was written into two and one simultaneously. I think, yeah. From it I was whenever that whenever that script for the raid two actually became a sequel to The Raid. Right. It was written as something else first. Yeah. yeah. I um, Something that I saw that was a through line so far through Five for Fighting is one of the things that makes um, most movies better. I haven't done enough research to have a full argument to say all, but especially has made our three action movies better is just action movies don't have to be void of heart. Sure. I think sometimes people assume that. And sometimes there's fun ones that are that way. I think 300 tried to make it, but it ended up laughing at itself. Mm-hmm. It ended up ironically being like, for each other. Mm-hmm. But to have the twist of the brothers is great. I really do like that. Yeah, I love To that. have Rama as an expecting father is great. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too uh, like pokey to be like, right, don't you really want to be with, don't you want to, like it doesn't feel like too heavy handed to me. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy that. Because yeah. we, we, we get the drama too of ultimately 
I think through Mad Max Furio, Fur, Fury Road. Whoa. Furiosa's Fury eyes. Road is a spinoff that's uh, only available online. That is online, a spinoff. It's a, it's a WB uh, product. <laughs> um, but Furiosa to like try and get back home and save other people that she feels like she can relate to. That's yeah. hard. That's awesome. And then we have uh, not Slit. Nux. Nux. Yeah, completely changing there. And then blatant like cover romance, bromance of yeah. Ram Raju <laughs> and those two. And but I, I love, yep. yeah, I love having the heart here. Um, and I think it, def- it definitely made for yeah. a better story. I totally. want to do something. Have we super pumped and dumped? I have already? not dumped yet. Do you want to dump? Yeah. Take it I would love to dump if you don't mind. Um, my super dump is simply that if we're going to make Mad Dog the final boss of the game, let's give him some more screen time prior to the fight. Um, I think having the main boss of this building be a pretty impotent threat by the end felt a little anticlimactic to me. Like by the time we got up yeah. there, it was just stick him up, follow me down the stairs, and now you're dead. Um, whereas Mad Dog was the real scary guy. And I, I think I think maybe this movie's better served if Mad Dog is the guy who runs the building and yeah. gets to Because ha- it's not like the other guy was doing a lot of acting. It's not. I don't understand why no. we had Mad Dog just be like, Main henchman number one, rather than big boss guy, because he was he wasn't especially if he, especially if he's a big enough deal that we bring him back as a different character in the raid too, dude. Which apparent from what I understand, Iko and uh, let me find this guy's name real quick. Iko and Yayan Ruhian, who plays Mad Dog, are like yeah, essentially like the the Jet Li Jackie Chan of sure yeah Indonesia these, yeah yeah. So it, to me, it makes sense that we want them to be these prominent cool mm-hmm. honor fighters who just like beat the hell out of each other for fun. But at the same time, it's like, then just make him big boss guy of the building yeah. and give him some yeah. cool lines and let him be scary behind the TVs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was going to say, and I'm glad we brought up mad dog, but I think what we should do, here's what I posit for, because we're in my world. Sure. In mm. the mini Monday world. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I think it's still going to be five for fighting. So I think we have to choose one champion from, the raids yeah. together, right? I think that That's was fine. assumed. I, th- I think we can bring some people to the table today for this episode. To discuss. To discuss, yeah. and then perhaps that comes up again in raid two. Yep. I think it should be from both raid movies. I think it should be Mad Dog. I also think it should be Mad Dog. I have a strong okay. argument for Rama that we will get to eventually. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Then let's just... But here. let me listen, listen to me. Hear you me, brothers. The dude that plays Mad Dog is so cool that I'm fine <laughs> yeah. with whatever we do. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally I'm yeah, cool yeah, either way. way. Come on. I'm cool either I'm co- way. Yeah, I'm cool either way should be the like tagline for Five for Fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because ultimately, what are we doing here? Are we dissecting f- six, technically, movies yeah. with the, I mean- if, even if you came in here and you said, like, the Raid 1 and 2 are terrible movies, cool. Well, how were That's the fight scenes, yeah. though? That's not the what it's selling. Cool. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. It's like, go, 100%. Yeah, it's like going to a steak restaurant and being like, the salad was whatever. And it's like, That's not why you showed up, ding dong. They use A1 steak sauce. They don't make their own. <laughs> you didn't have to um, put it on. Pardon? A pardon? A pardon me. The salt is me. Morton's. Asking it if you pardon me. I'm Martin. <laughs> um, I... Let's do some scientific cinema scale here on yeah, this please, mini Monday. Yeah. I do want to give its its uh, just reward yeah. for another good movie. 
the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy, buy that poster. The next best thing we could say is buy it. Mm. Then we have rent it, followed by a stream it like a crawdad in the stream where it sings. When the crawdads stream. No doubt. When the crawdads stream. Dude, stop talking. I got pee so bad right now. We're talking about too much water. Then it's forget it. And then uh, last, but certainly the leastest of them all. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I, I do buy the raid redemption. I think in the vast pool of action movies, this was and still is unlike something that I have seen before. Right. I find myself a, su- a sucker for the simplicity of an action flick. And then again, I'm just a sucker for a yes and in the action franchise because Fury Road is such a different movie yeah, and so time. is RRR. But I do love the uh, econ- economic savvy of directors because that gives us things like Die Hard, that gives us things like The Raid Redemption, that gives us things like Alien, when they have to just make the best they can out of all they have, and then they ask for a little bit more just to try and do this thing. I love that. I love the actual fight of making this flick and that it turned out so good. Yep. I will rent The Raid Redemption. Re-remption. Re-remption. Nice. Uh, Because I think normally if I liked a movie as much as I liked The Raid... I would say that was awesome. Let me watch all the coolest. Let me go to YouTube and find like coolest fight scenes in the raid. But that's like most of the movie. And so I'd feel like I was, you know, you wouldn't download a car kind of thing. You, sure. I would be pirating it. So I'm, I'm going to rent it. It's a weird reason to rent something, but I support whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this he's is, just I'm, trying to I'm, breathe I'm just right trying now. to be alive, man. I'm renting this movie because if I wanted to watch the coolest parts, I would just have to watch the whole movie again. Rent. Yeah, I'm buying it. It's just, it's too cool. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're like, I got 90 minutes to kill and I want to watch the best fighting. Yeah, just go ahead and turn yeah. on the right. It's a buy. Easy. I would own yeah. this for sure. Yeah. Uh, to end today's episode, I'd love to have your name. And I want you to let me know what room did they stumble upon to find you and what weapon are you holding? Amazing. Uh, cool. In this building. I'm Carter, and there is a relatively well taken care of, mostly ratty, uh, like fitness center. Mm. Mm. And the, the weights are crude and of all shapes and sizes. And I happen to be lifting at the time. And I simply lean each of the barbells, lean the barbell over to have the, the plates fall off. And cool. I'm just swinging like a mace around this massive barbell. I love this. Very cool. Just in big little sweeps. You it's huck like and, pushing huck and plates like Captain America. Hucking plates, dude. Cool. I love Launching it. them like a discus. That's very cool. Yeah. Big time. You take uh, one of them bouncy balls with the handle. Yeah. And just bopping, just bopping. You know, like every fitness center has a hop, a hop around or whatever they're called. <laughs> in my fitness, and, and, and I've well, got the big, the big, the big parachute from elementary school gym right, yeah, class. We're gonna head they have it for inside recess. on the hop around. <laughs> I'm Doge, and I guess currently they would find me in the infirmary, in sure. the nurse's office, probably of the apartment building, and my weapon is my outstretched tongue. Mucus. 
It's me. It's me. I am. I'm a bioweapon. I'm typhoid doge at this point in my life. Patient zero, baby. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm Jordan. They're going to find me about midway up. They're going to enter into a room. The room is sparse. It's got a bed. It's got a single pillow on a carpeted, like a rug uh, and a TV. And I'm just sitting so close to the TV, just watching movies and TV shows and stuff. (laughs) And my weapon would be the only weapon that keeps you from dying in this entire movie. Indifference. Mm. <laughs> the only people that aren't murdered is the t- the couple that's just like, what are they doing here? I right, never mind, and then they're gone. That's <laughs> one of them. Just happens to act as if he accidentally had a bat in his hands. Yeah. He's like, oh, did this? Oh, I, I don't and know. Then he's murdered. Didn't mean and to. And then he's murdered. Yeah, no, my weapon. They they would <laughs> kick my door open, and without ever turning my face away, I'd be like, close it when you leave. Is fine. Close it when you leave. Can Back you out and close it when you leave. Thank you. You're letting uh, you're letting the light also, in. I'm trying to watch Jeopardy. On our way out, do we want to do we want to make an argument that the neighbors here were just a couple guys that worked at like GameStop? Like, who are the guys? Our, our snipers felt like they just walked across, and it was not snipery <laughs> to me. But I was like, this is perfect. These guys definitely can shoot, but it just looked like they came over from a zoom. By the way, the soundtrack to this movie was done pretty much entirely by Mike Shinoda from uh, Lincoln Park. Oh, cool. which is why it's so sick. Oh my gosh. That's why when the snipers come out, it's like, (laughs) like it's so like (laughs) industrial metal weirdness. And I'm about it. So I'm about it. Anywho, bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.